Sports world, what is poppin'? Chris Dell here, host of the Family Feud Sports Podcast on Go Baller FFS, here to bring you our weekly NFL Quick Picks podcast for week 17 of the NFL season, breaking down all games against the spread with my co-host slash father, aka the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer, and we're going to be jumping into the 4 o'clock games this weekend. We had some schedule changes with the NFL. They're making all the games with the most quote-unquote playoff implications to start at 4 o'clock, while the rest of the games are going to be going on at 1 o'clock, so no Sunday night, no Monday night football this week. The end of the season will be done with the 4 o'clock games, and jumping into our first 4 o'clock game and my beloved Cincinnati Bungles playing at the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens still vying for one of the final two AFC wildcard spots, and your boy John Harbaugh has been ranting and raving about the schedule change all week, saying that not enough fans are going to come out because of New Year's plans, and this and this and that and that. I'm going to let you take this game, Mr. Allendale. How do you see this Baltimore Ravens favored by nine and a half points in an AFC North Divisional game? How do you see this playing out? Yeah, well, the big thing is, do the Cincinnati Bungles want to play for Marvin Lewis and perhaps most likely his last game? I, I don't think there's going to be much motivation there. The Ravens have won five of their last six and are averaging almost 30 a game, but it's against some bad competition. However, they're really motivated because if they win this game, that means they get Kansas City at Kansas City in the first round of playoffs, and I'm sure that they prefer to play Kansas City than Jacksonville. So uh, they'll find a way to win. The Bungles, they just want the season end as fast as possible. I like Baltimore 30-17. to 17. All right, so Baltimore covering the big point spread for you. And as much as I dog on Marvin Lewis and hate on my beloved Bungles, man, something tells me that those guys in the locker room are going to come out and play their asses off for Marvin Lewis. Just the way that everything has transpired over these last few weeks. I think Cincinnati shows toughness. They show heart. And yet they lose and be inconsistent at the end of the day because that's what they've done under the Marvin Lewis era. I think Baltimore wins this game by a touchdown, but does not cover the spread. I got Ravens 28, Bengals 20. Uh, Jumping into our uh, next game here with the 4 o'clock games, another divisional matchup, the Buffalo Bills at the Miami Dolphins. Bills favored by 2.5, one of four teams competing for two AFC wildcard spots. So we just mentioned the Ravens. The four teams competing for these two spots are Ravens, Titans, Chargers, and Bills. So Bills a lot on the line in this game. Bills favored by 2.5 points on the road at Miami. What say you in this one? Yeah, well, the Bills have to win they also need some help for them to make the playoffs and that that would be a loss by Baltimore or the Bengals and the Chargers to lose uh can the Bills put it together I, I don't know what the Miami has to play for Adam Gase maybe for his job Jay Cutler's his Sonara song Sayonara song excuse me so I I think uh Miami will go. yeah Miami in this one yeah for upset reason. special huh yeah, I'm gonna take Miami. No, I'm I'm gonna. I'm sorry, it's a last minute switch, folks. I'll take Baltimore 2017. <laughs> the little time change messing us up here. I was Excuse gonna say. Me. Yeah, let me let me rephrase that. I I said Baltimore. I meant Buffalo. Buffalo 20. Miami 17. Buffalo 20, Miami 17. Uh, pretty much same for me. I got Buffalo 21, Miami 17. So looks like we copied each other right there in that pick. But, no, in all seriousness, I think Tyrod Taylor and the gang, when he's under center, they play well. It's just, It's been that way all season long. 
games they've been blown out, it's been because of the inept defense, giving up way too many points. I don't think Miami's offense can take advantage of that, especially the Buffalo secondary, which has been weak this season. I got Buffalo covering the spread, but just by a little bit, I think they win this game. And I would love to see them in the playoffs and Tyrod get a chance to win a playoff game, but I just don't think that's happening with the teams that are ahead of them right now. And jumping into yet another division game, saving the best for last, Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons favored by three and a half points at home. What do you think is going to play out yeah, in this well, one? Well, the, the Panthers, I guess, are playing for something. You never know. If the Panthers win and and the uh, or New Orleans loses to the Bucks, which could happen, then the Panthers are division champs, so that's, that's home field for them. Uh, the Falcons have to win or they need a loss by Seattle to make the playoffs, so they, they got a lot on the line, too. Uh, Atlanta's been hard to figure this year. Uh, they've been up and down. Man, I'm going to go. I, I know the, Pan the Atlanta's at home, but I'm going to go with the Panthers 24-21. I got the Panthers 27-24, eking out a three-point win on the road, and they could we could wind up falling out anywhere from first-round home game to overall first-round bye to first-round road game. So we'll see how that shapes out. A lot of implication on the line of the NFC. We'll be back with part two of our NFL Quick Picks right around the corner. Welcome back, sports world, to part two of our NFL Quick Picks podcast here on Go Baller FFS. I'm your host, Chris Dell, the mad journalist, sitting here with Mr. Alan Dell, a.k.a. the godfather, former Tampa Bay Bucks beat writer and columnist, and jumping into your beloved Buccaneers, hosting the New Orleans Saints division game, but not much to say besides that. Bucks riding a five-game losing streak going into this one. Saints favored by seven on the road at Raymond James Stadium. What say you in this game? If New Orleans wins, they win the NFC South, so that's a lot to play for. Tampa has very little to play for. Quarterback Jameis Winston maybe is playing for his pride. And to avoid a really bad season as far as ball security goes, had three fumbles last week, and he acted really ridiculous, like a fool, to be honest, after the game. I like the Saints winning 27-20. I'm surprised you don't have them by more than that. I got the Saints rolling to a two-touchdown-plus win. I got Saints 30, Buccaneers 14. Moving on to the next game, Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans. Titans favored by three at home. Another division game, but in this one, the Jacksonville Jaguars not, might not be at full strength. I think Derrick Henry getting his first crack at being the featured back. DeMarco Murray's injured now for this game. I got the Titans riding Derrick Henry's legs. Tennessee 23, Jacksonville 17. What say you? Yeah, Jackson has Jacksonville has nothing to play for. Tennessee has everything to play for. That should be enough. Titans 21-14. All right, so going into our next 4 o'clock game, we've got down on the docket Oakland Raiders at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers, one of those four teams vying for two playoff wildcard spots in the AFC. Again, those are the Ravens, Titans, Chargers, and Bills. Only two of them will get in. Chargers favored by eight points at home in this one. A lot of points for me because I don't think they're that much better than the Oakland Raiders at the end of the day. A Raiders team that has struggled but still has a lot of talent and potential. I got the Chargers winning in typical Chargers fashion by a field goal or less. I got LA 23, Oakland 20. What say you? Oakland coach Jack Del Rio could be fighting for his job. It won't matter. Phillip Rivers will find a way to get it done. Chargers 24-17. All right, so it looks like you don't have them covering the spread either. And going into your boy Pete Carroll and keeping that locker room together in Seattle, we got the Arizona Cardinals at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks favored by a whopping 9.5 points at home. I think this game, whether it's fighting for the AFC, the NFC wildcard spot, whether it's fighting for Pete Carroll's future job as head coach in Seattle, 
both of those factors combined will be enough for Seattle to cover the spread against a weak Arizona Cardinals squad. Give me Seattle 33, Arizona 20. Seattle easily covers the spread. What yeah, say Seattle you? Seattle needs a win and Atlanta loss. Or excuse me, they need a win and an Atlanta loss to make it into the playoffs. I think I still think Seattle's in disarray. Uh, Pete Carroll has lost the team, and I'm picking my upset special Arizona 24. Seattle 21. Ooh, man. So Pete Carroll's going to be on a chopping block if that one happens, man. I'll tell you that. How about the Kansas City Chiefs and my boy Patrick Mahomes getting the start? Obviously, the Chiefs already locking up their seed in the AFC, so not needing to play their starters, including quarterback Alex Smith, going at Mile High Stadium to play the Denver Broncos. Broncos favored by three and a half points at home in this one. I think the Chiefs are going to absolutely roll. I think Mahomes is going to be, if not already, a better quarterback for that offense. It's too bad he won't be starting in the playoffs as well. Give me Kansas City 35, Denver 17 in an absolute wow. route. What say you? Dreamland. Kansas City will win, but it'll be close 24-21. All right, so you got a close one in that one, man. Your boy Vance Joseph might be on the chopping block after that game as well. How about the final 4 o'clock game of the day? The Jimmy Garoppolo-led San Francisco 49ers at the Los Angeles Rams. Rams have already made it known they will be resting key players in this game. So obviously Todd Gurley won't be there at full strength. And they've already wrapped up a lot in the NFC as well. San Francisco riding a hot streak ever since Garoppolo has been the starter at quarterback. He should have been there at quarterback even a few weeks before. I don't know why why Kyle Shanahan didn't put him in there. That just goes to show you another example of NFL coaching and confidence. Give me the Niners. I don't even call this an upset if the Rams aren't at full strength. I got the Niners winning big in this one. 31 for San Francisco, 21 for L.A. What say you? Yeah, I don't think the Rams don't have anything to play for unless you think winning a meaningless game at the end of the season's going to help in the playoffs. San Francisco's on a roll. Garoppolo's on a roll. I like the 49ers 24-17. All right, so we're going to be back with the 1 o'clock game breakdowns here in the next segment of our NFL Quick Picks podcast, breaking down Green Bay at Detroit, Jets at Patriots. We appreciate your ear and your tuning in, Sports World. We'll be right back. And we are back, Sports World, part three of our NFL Quick Picks podcast for week 17 of the NFL season, a.k.a. our NFL regular season finale. Jumping back in time to our one o'clock games for Sunday, the games with not so much playoff implications in this set. And starting off with the Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions. I mean, two teams obviously playing for the future. Detroit just one game out of potentially being in contention for the NFC wildcard spot. But too little, too late this season. Stafford with those injuries. Detroit favored by six and a half points at home in this game. What you got? Well, the weirdest thing about this game is Matthew Stafford, even though he has a bad hand, is slated to start. Then maybe Jim Caldwell is trying to somehow convince uh, Detroit Brass to keep him on and not fire him. I don't know if it'll work, uh, but uh, Detroit will still find a way because uh, Packers, again, don't have Aaron Rodgers. I like Detroit 24-17. Yeah, it seems like the opposite there. Packers mailing it in. No Rodgers. No chance that he gets hurt. On the other hand, taking the opposite approach with Stafford. I got the Lions 26-16 to just because of that reason and covering the spread as you do. And how about the New York Jets at the New England Patriots? Patriots favored by 15 and a half freaking points. That is insane. That is an insane spread to close out the regular season against the Jets team that has been very competitive in almost every game they played this year. I'm sorry. I'm not touching that one. Give me the Jets all day. Not winning the game outright, but more than being close to covering that spread. I got New England 30, Jets 24. Jets give the Patriots some problems in the regular season finale. 
Well, or the, is New England playing for anything? Yeah, if they win, they guarantee uh, be home field for the rest of all of the playoffs. Uh, but Pittsburgh apparently isn't playing a lot of its people, so maybe New England's not worried. They'll still win 31 to 20. All right, so not covering the spread for you either. How about the Houston Texans at the Indianapolis Colts? Potential mud bowl of the week for week 17. Colts favored by four and a half points at home. I think this is your classic case of many whispering and many many saying even out loud that Chuck Pagano could get the axe and get cut from that team as head coach as early as Monday, a.k.a. Black Monday for NFL head coaches. I think the players come out and play hard for a guy who's been able to win the locker room. Yeah, he's made his mistakes. Yeah, he's old-fashioned. But I got the Colts winning a low-scoring game but covering the spread. Indianapolis 17, Houston 9. What say you? Yeah, I don't know what it is. This is the snooze bowl to me. This game is Amen guaranteed to, to put you to sleep. Some way, Indiana, Jacoby Brissett will find a way, 17-10. Yes, 17 at 10, so we, we almost read each other's minds on that pick right there. Nothing from the Houston offense to think that they're going to do anything to compete. Bill O'Brien, I don't know, man. You tell me when he's going to be on the hot seat, but he ain't doing nothing to help that team without Deshaun Watson at quarterback. How about the Cleveland Browns, the hapless Hugh Jackson-led Browns, at the Pittsburgh Steelers. So Pittsburgh not playing, what is it, Big Ben and Le'Veon Bell in and this of game? of course, and Antonio Brown's out. And Antonio Brown's out. Could this be the day the Cleveland Browns win a freaking football game? I'm going to say this is my upset special of the week. Third time's a charm. I picked the Browns twice earlier this year. It has not worked for me. But why cannot? Why can't they do it? Why not now? Cleveland 20 Pittsburgh 17, Hugh Jackson jumps into Lake Erie and goes into the hospital right after because not a single human being can stand that freezing cold water without getting hypothermia. What say you? Well, I don't care if Big Ben doesn't play. I don't care who plays quarterback for the for the Pirates. Should we call in the Pirates for this game? Because <laughs> they're going to rob Cleveland up for the last chance to at least win one game. I like the Steelers winning 17-14. So close game, but not enough for Cleveland to take this one for you. How about another division game, another lowly game? <laughs> it depends how you're looking at it from which side. Washington Redskins at the New York Giants. Redskins favored by three points on the road in this one. Giants have only won two games all season. Yes, folks, it's been that bad in New York. I've got Washington 28-21. Kirk Cousins could be another audition for what team he's going to play for next year. I don't know. Could Jay Gruden be on the hot seat? I don't know. What say you in this game? Yeah, I think the NFL ought to cancel this game and give the Giants fans a break. But uh, Washington will roll 24 to 12 because the Giants can't score any points. Yeah. And Eli should pack his bags and leave and give the New York fans a break. Whoever they pick in the draft. Giants' new GM just came out today saying he's the, thinking about keeping Eli and OBJ around. Eli Manning could be back under center next year for the Giants. Well, then we're looking at another two in whatever season. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens with that. Not Obviously needs some more weapons around him, too, and a healthy OBJ. But we're going to jump into the final set of our games for Week 17 and our final segment for our NFL Quick Picks podcast. We'll be right back. Sports World, thanks for tuning in. Chris Dell here, your co-host of the Family Feud Sports Podcast on Go Baller FFS. You can find me at Mad Journalist on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's M-A-D-D Journalist with two D's sitting here next to the Godfather, Mr. Alan Dell. You can find him at Adel Sports on Twitter. That's A-D-E-L-L Sports on Twitter. And a quick bonus edition here of our NFL Quick Picks podcast. We got two games left on the one o'clock slate. First off, we got the Chicago Bears at the Minnesota Vikings. 
Vikings still have something to play for. I know they've been on a roll all season, uh, sitting here favored, sitting pretty here, favored by 11.5 points at home in the Dome. I've got Minnesota 27-13. The Bears, it's a typical trap game because they're going to be without their starting center. You know, they've wrapped up a lot, but they still have a little bit to play for. But the Browns, is not enough on that side. John Fox, one of the prime candidates for Black Monday and getting the axe as the head coach of the Bears for me. And uh, I, I just don't see this being a trap game at all for Minnesota, even though it might look like that on paper. What say you, Mr. Allendale? Yeah, I think this is the Fox fire game. Uh, Minnesota's locked into the number two seed. They can't go up. They can't go down. So you could say they have nothing to play for. Uh, but I still think they have enough. Uh, Trubisky, what's he going to play for to save John Fox's job? I think John Fox needs to get together with Jeff Fisher, and they can start their own old league since both of them think they're The so old man's league right there, uh, so man. Tom Fisher thinks he's so imperative that he's the reason the Rams are successful. That's a joke in itself. Uh, <laughs> Minnesota, you know, they'll find a way, maybe. I like him twenty to seventeen. Yeah, so this this is one of those de- game, one of those games, division game at the end of the season. You know, the Vikings I think do have a very small chance to not secure that uh, first round bye if they lose. I saw some scenarios where if a few things play out, the Carolina Panthers could actually get that well, because they beat the Minnesota Vikings if they no, both finish twelve and four. The Vikings beat the Saints during the regular season. No, 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 the Panthers. Panthers beat the Vikings during the regular season. Check that. Look it up, man. Look it up. I'll t- I'm telling you, man. I just I just I just read it. Second, so we got overall looking at the playoff implications. While Mr. Allen Dell does some research here to prove uh, me wrong. Uh, yeah, the Panthers beat the Vikings. Oh, there, so there you go. There you correct. go, Father, Mr. Godfather. You stand corrected. All right, seven of eight division titles have been clinched going into this weekend. Three of the four first round buys have been clinched. Again, the one that has not been clinched is Minnesota, as I was just yeah, saying. That's my mistake. Uh, all, all, all good in the hood, man. With the Panthers, it's amazing that, that that's why I think the Panthers are going to beat the Falcons in that game is because as much as the Falcons are fighting for a wild card spot, I think the Panthers know the importance of potentially winning and getting that first round by. So both teams with a lot to play for. That, that could be the game of the week right there, Carolina at Atlanta, just in terms of. It'll be scoreboard watching uh, the Bucks game with you know yeah. against the Saints. That is true. That is very true. Um, and just an interesting tidbit talking about the the first, the number one seeds and the first round buys. Okay, so the number one seed is the one who gets home field advantage throughout their conference playoffs, right? The AFC, the NFC. In the last four years, seven of the eight number one seeds have reached the Super Bowl. That's pretty amazing stuff right there. For a lot of times, we think that any seed can make it, whether you're the sixth seed, the wild card. But just that fact alone. So we got the number one seeds right now as they stand would be New England in the AFC and would be Philadelphia in the NFC. Obviously, Philadelphia without Carson Wentz, their quarterback. So that's an interesting dynamic to see how it might play out. And that stat might change this year, being that the Eagles are there. Um, and then obviously, like Saints or Panthers, like who's going to get the first round home game? Panthers still have a shot at the first round bye, but... They might not even get a home game if they wanted to lose into the Atlanta Falcons. So very interesting there. And then Atlanta versus Seattle for the final NFC wildcard spot. There's going to be a lot of crazy things going on this weekend. What are you looking forward to most? Well, don't forget also if you get that number one seed, that means you were most likely the best team because you got the number one seed. But, yeah, that's interesting. I've seen it where – teams that get that by they come out flat the next week uh, even though they're, yeah. they're playing against a team that won they're on a roll so you never know so many things could happen but every team would rather have that by especially at this time of year when so many people are banged up you just 
just don't know. That's in the NFC. I mean, no team is safe, whether you got a first round buy or not, because in that second round, there's going to be some damn good teams playing. I don't know if any of the AFC teams have enough to beat either Pittsburgh or New England, preventing that AFC championship matchup. But it's going to be very interesting to play out. We'll be back next week with our NFL Quick Rants Wild Card Edition podcast. Call into our station. Let us know what is your upset special of the week. What are your picks of the week? We appreciate your ear. Peace out.